0: And
1: now to today's message. Ask him to inspire you. Ask him to speak to you. Ask him to to instruct you. Ask him to show you the way into great achievements. Father, we give you praise, we give you glory. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your word that is ever powerful. Thank you for your strength that is coming upon us to do great and mighty things for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a clap, offering. This morning, I'm teaching on the subject, the portrait of a winner, part one. The portrait of a winner, part number one. Can the organ drop a bit for me? A portrait is a picture or a graphical presentation of something. So, in other words, the picture, how a winner looks like. Because you cannot have great achievement without being a winner. Winners achieve. When you achieve, you become a winner. So I'm trying to let you know the characteristics of a winner. How a winner postures him or herself in life. What are the things that you see about the winner? The attitude. The mindset of the winner. Winners Change the way they think when they decide they want to become achievers so a winner doesn't think like the ordinary person a winner doesn't have the mind of a loser a loser has a mind of a loser there is a mind of a loser and there is the mind of the winner that winner's thinking is adventurous. The winner's thinking is in- invasive. The winner's thinking is attacking. The winner's thinking is progressive. So the mindset of the winner is like that of the achiever. So, if you are running a race and you want to win maybe a 400 meter race, the winner's mindset at the 200 mark is as though he's just starting. But the loser's mindset at the 200 mark will, will be like, I have, I have achieved a lotto and the loser will relax and lay back. But the winner The longer he stays in the race, the fresher he seems to look. So, praying for great achievement is not enough. We must develop the mindset, the thinking lifestyle of the winner. Winners don't merely react to change. Winners don't wait for change. They cause the change. Winners don't react to change. They don't wait for change. They cause the change. That is why when you talk to any achiever, their story did not start on a silver platter. There was a situation... But they cause the change. And this is what God wants you and I to catch. That things will not change for us until we change them. The church of Christ must understand that we must cause change. And change must not come and meet us. We must be the initiators of change... If we will achieve anything for the glory of God. Winners make things happen. Like Joshua and Caleb. They went for what God had promised for them. They went for what God had laid in stock for them. And many of us, look. There is no achiever who never went for what God promised him. There is no achiever who never stepped into the promises. If you will be an achiever, you got to step into the promises of God. And then the promises of God must manifest in you before you can be called a great achiever. So these men we are talking about, they don't wait for change. They cause what? They cause the change. And therefore, you have to make up your mind. That no matter how the system may be. No matter how Ghana may look like. No matter how Africa looks like. No matter how your family picture looks like. You are going to flip the other side of the picture. For the glory of God to be seen. I thought I would hear a big amen. Amen. The picture will not flip by itself. We must flip the picture. The other side of the story that contains the glory of God will only show up if we flip the picture. And I see God anoint you to flip the picture of your family story. I thought you are saying amen. Amen. Numbers chapter 13 verse 27 to 30. Quickly. The Bible said, so this Moses has sent these men to go spy the land. And bring him a report, though he knew what God had said, he had to strategize. so let's read the story And they told him and said, "We came unto the land whither thou sented us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. So they even came back with an evidence of the prosperity on the land. Are you here with me? And they said. And nevertheless, please be fast with me. I'm behind time. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. And the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. And the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. And the Hittites and the Jebusites, and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea, and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once. And that is the spirit. The others were given the situational report. And most of us are in church. There are many Christians who are still rehearsing the situational report. My this is this. My this is that. My this is this. My this is that. I am this because of this. You are giving a situational report. But God wants us to be like Caleb. He stealed the people before Moses. And said, let us go up. At once. And possess it. For we are well able. To overcome it. Child of God. You are well able. You can cause that change in that story. You can cause that change in that family. You are well able. What God has said he will do, he knows that you are well able to do it. And Caleb did not care the report they were giving. He didn't even care who was giving the report. We don't know the status of Caleb amongst the people, but all that we heard was, Caleb said, we are well able. Let's go at once for what God has promised us. Child of God, a time comes in your life, you need to go for what God has prepared for you. You need to rise up and cause that change. Else nobody will celebrate you, nobody will sing your song, and it takes the witness mentality. The achiever's mentality to cause change. You must, somebody said that you must be uncomfortable with the uncomfortable situation to turn it into a comfortable situation. But what do we see? Too many people are comfortable with the uncomfortable situation because they are seeking sympathy. They have the biggest mentality. They have the sympathetic man mentality. They have the sympathetic seeking man mentality. They don't have the mentality of the winner. Are you following me? You are more than able to do that which God has called you to do, you are more than able to handle that situation. You are more than able to, 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 to change the narrative. And I see narrative changes rising in this house. I see narrative agents rising in this house. I see narrative changes rising in this house. In the name of Jesus, we need to think differently from our immediate associations. We need to think differently from our blood-related associations. And you all know apology to think differently to anyone. You don't. If it is towards a positive change, you have to think differently. Your mother can be saying, marry this man because he has money. He will change the story of our family. And because of what God has put in your heart, you have the audacity to tell your mom that according to your narrative, it is opposite to what I am sensing in my spirit. Yeah. Because money is not everything you will discover one day. Maybe today you are poor, you are yearning for money. But one day when you get money, You understand that money is not everything purpose and fulfillment is everything I thought you are clapping we are not called to be losers we are not anointed to be losers we are called to be conquerors and victors and winners and achievers David was a winner and we are going to spend these three Sundays to look at certain attributes and attitudes and character of this great man. You know, the reason why we go back to the Bible every day, the reason you come to church, and I don't take newspaper to teach you, I don't say any story, no. I teach from the Bible because Bible says in Romans chapter 15 verse 4 that the scriptures were written for our learning, for our instructions. and our schooling to encourage us to have hope. So when you are reading the Bible, you must look for the instructions because it is the instructions that takes you to the promised land. It is when you discover the instructions and you obey the instructions, then you go into the promised land. So the scriptures are examples for us. They are examples for our learning. For our teaching. He said, to teach. Another verse, he said, to teach us. So we are going into the scripture to look at certain characteristics. We said, the portrait of a winner. We want to look at how a winner looks like. The first thing we want to look at when it comes to David, in terms of the portrait of a winner, is that winners respond to challenges. And not problem. Winners respond to challenges and not problem. First Samuel chapter 17 verse 23 to 27. He said, and as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion. The Philistine of Gath. You see, for God to match David and a champion, it means that David was a champion. Are you here? For God to match you with that situation, it means that you are a master of that situation. For God to allow you to go through that problem, it means you are a master. The Bible said, and David went towards and went against and was about to fight with the champion. How do I know? Even in the world, in the boxing field, you have to gain a certain weight to enter into different realms lightweight banter uh, heavy. no matter how zealous you are to fight someone if you are not in that range they will not allow you so in the physical david looked like a little boy but in the eyes of god david was a champion you i i i i, I don't know i don't know what who made us like this and made us think as though we cannot. And we are, we are failures. And we cannot do this. We cannot do that. We cannot do that. But you are born again. And you must begin to think differently. God made you a champion. God made you a master over that situation. And I see you changing the narrative. To the glory of God. If you believe that. Give the Lord a clap. Oh friend. Give the Lord a clap. You are a champion. And that is final. It cannot be edited. It cannot be changed. The Philistine of God, Goliath, by name, out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. He said, and all of Israel, when they saw the man fled from him. Do you remember last week how some people react to problems? You can decide to run away. And they ran away. And they were never great achievements. May you not run away from that issue. May you stand face to face. And begin to deal with that problem. It may take 5 years. It may take 10 years. It may take 50 years. It may take 20 years. Keep walking in the night. Because suddenly there will be a breakthrough to the glory of God. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. Jesus. And they ran away verse 25 because of time. And the man of Israel said, Have ye seen this man that has come up surely to defy Israel? Is he come up and it shall be that the man who killed him, the king will enrich him with great riches and he will give him his daughter to marry and make his father's house free from taxes in Israel. And David spoke to the man that stood by him, saying, what shall be done to the man? Say it again, let me hear. Tell me. You were doing a concert, but this time you tell me. And they rehearsed the same thing. And he said, take me to the king. I will bring him down. He didn't also say, he can't. He stood to fight. I'm going to open your eyes by the scriptures. And by the time you leave this place, this year, next year, by 2030. By 2040, by the time you take you you you, you start taking um what that's a word taking inventory about your life of your life, you will see that God has used you to achieve great things. Once again, give God a clap of friend. David faced this fearsome giant. Because of time, I can't go into how Goliath looked like you can add half of me to my height or even double of me and add for the size, maybe times five. Hallelujah. This man defiled the people for 40 days and 40 nights and no man, including the king, could face him. It's an opportunity for us. We are in our opportunity. We are in our tomorrow. We are in our destiny and we are in our future today. You sleep today. You have slept over your destiny. You sleep today. You have slept over your future. You sleep today. You have slept over your tomorrow. You are in an opportune time. Favor is available. Power is available. Strength is available. Opportunities are available. And this is the time we must be awoken to destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David looked at the thing and said, no, I am in my opportunity. My marriage has been presented. My prosperity, look, we are in our opportunity. The Lord has made everything available and we must not forfeit this blessing. Pay the price. Burn the midnight candle. Burn some calories. Look sinful a bit. For a moment. Because in your process shall your price be given. <clears throat> David saw Goliath as a challenge and not a problem. And this is where the message is concentrated on the message. I've just started preaching and I'm ending in 10 minutes. He saw Goliath as a challenge and not a problem. David saw Goliath as one who was questioning and challenging the faithfulness of God in the lives of his people. That thing you see as a problem is actually a challenge, a situation that wants to undermine ah, the faithfulness of God to his people. It's a situation that is challenging the grace of God on his people. It's a situation that is challenging the promises of God for his people. When you see poverty around you, it is not a problem. It's a challenge. Because it is anti the word of God concerning your life. When you see failure in your bloodline, It's not a problem. It's a challenge. To your victorious crown. You have in Christ. When you see shame. Dishonor. It's not a problem. See it as a challenge. English man will say a problem. But you see it as a challenge. Not to your strength. But to the strength of God. Not to your grace. But to the grace of God. Not to your power. to the power of god sickness is a challenge to the promise of divine health am i teaching you something today see that situation as a challenge and not a problem the army of israel the king of israel saw goliath as a problem so for 40 days and 40 nights because the problem was there they did nothing. They were sleeping and encamping. That is what the devil has put most of us into. You are failing. And you have the reason. Because if anybody asks you, you say, oh, because of this. Army of Israel, why are you not winning the battle? Because of Goliath. David comes and says, who is this man? Who is this man that is doing what? defiling the what? The army of who? See that challenge. See that problem as a challenge. Not against your your academics. Not against your profession. Not against your qualification. Not against your beauty. Not against your eloquence. But against the faithfulness of God towards you. Are you here with me? Why do some win? And why do some lose? Why do some sink? And why do some soar in the face of adversity? Reaction. Response. Reaction. Response. It depends on how you see the problem. You win by how you see the problem. You can start something. The beginning may not work. It may start slow. Some people will stop it. They will stop the vision because it's not encouraging. But another person, though he is in his beginning, his spirit is already in his end. So all he's waiting for is to pay the price, endure the time until the full manifestation of the end of the story. Losers give up. When initial results doesn't look palatable. But winners stay on to wait for the end. I pray for you that from today, I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what is eating you up. I don't know what has crippled you down. After we have prayed for you, after we have anointed you, we came to give you the word of the Lord. That situation, Will not change until you change it. That situation is waiting for a man of God like you. A woman of God like you. A woman of God is not a title. It's a state of a person. You are a woman of God called to enforce the kingdom of God wherever you are. I pray for somebody this morning that God will put in you. The mentality of the winner and the achiever. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap, offering. It's time for you to put your problems in the right perspective. If you will solve them. If you will overcome them. Hallelujah. Everyone has a problem. Job chapter 14 verse 1. A man born of a woman is of a few age or years and full of problems. If everyone has a problem or if everyone is born of a woman, then we are our lives. That is why you see problems. Get it and get it well. Your life will encounter many challenges, many valleys and mountains. you will determine whether you end up a winner or not. Don't expect a life, no matter how holy you are, no matter how prayerful you are, no matter how much you give to God, no matter how much you fasted, 40 days, 100 days, 150 days, 500 days. Now, Moses was with God for 40 days and forty nights. He thought that as he was with God, God would be taking care of his people. When he came back, the people were worshiping calves. They have become idol worshippers. It was a challenge. And Moses got angry and he spoiled the commandment. No matter how holy you are, you will go through burning situations. But see it as a challenge against the will of God concerning your life. Winners face problems. Just as losers, but they stay in the battle with a different mentality. We can't prevent problems. You cannot prevent problems from coming to you. You, can. you can't even determine the time they come. Having to realize that, the, as if, sir, when you start going through one problem, it's as if the whole of hell. Has gone for a meeting and put your name on table. By the time you finish it, this one comes. By the time this, you will not finish. This one has, this one family, marriage, this, school, uh, work, everything, boom, and then you are just there. Eh? (laughs) They should come and sell me. You cannot determine how problems will come. The size of the problem, you don't determine it. But you see, God knew that Goliath will come across David one day. So he began with him killing lions, doing this, doing that. Situations. Some of you, eh, some of your bosses are wicked because of what is coming ahead of you. Yeah. Your bosses must be wicked because of what God has seen ahead that you must confront. Some of you, eh, if The people God put you under are very loving people. You will fail totally. Your father is like that because of what God wants you to become. Your mother is the one you are complaining. My mother, God gave her to you. My boss doesn't like me at all. God gave him to you because of what is coming. I'm sure David will say, God, if I've even obeyed to go and take care of my father's sheep in the bush, why will you allow lions and things to come and take my lamp? would not you protect me a bit? But God will allow and he will fight. How he fought, we don't know. You see, when you're reading the Bible, you think how oh, and, 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 and David overcame the lion and took the, took the, you have to kill the lion to take the animal from his mouth. Lion doesn't hold prey with the animal. It's in the mouth. So, you don't go and say, Hey, lion, open your mouth let me take it. You have to kill the lion. Old lions don't go into the bush to attack young lions. And the strongest type of a lion are the young lions. And the Bible said, David, including bears, he finishes them. Why? Because there was a Goliath. If you skip your class in your spiritual life, you will fail. Don't skip any class. Don't skip any class. Win the battle over prayer. Win the battle over alcoholism. Win the battle over women. Win the battle over giving. Give leave the battle over holiness. Win the battle over praise. Win the battle over service. Win the battle over stewardship. Learn through the stages because you will need it one day when you get there. I thought you are clapping. I end with these statements. You see, Exodus chapter thirteen, verse thirty-one to thirty-three. It shows us the report again about Caleb and Co. Thirty-one to thirty-three. Is that thirty-one? Exodus chapter thirteen verse 31 Oh Is that 31? A ah, verse 30 No, I want a scripture. The same report. No, this is not what I want. Look for the scripture. It's about Caleb. Okay, let me give you what I read. So look for it. Sometimes when we are preparing, we'll right, wrongly. Now, Caleb, they had met Moses, and they were giving the report. And then Caleb gave his report that uh, they went, they saw, and he believes that they can go for it. Then the rest of the ten. Began to give a report, and the Bible called it an evil report. In the verse verse 32, that evil report is there, so look for it. He said the Bible said it was an evil report. But in actual fact, I have five minutes. In actual fact, in the natural, it was not an evil report. it, is, it was not. They went, they saw the land. And they said, the people, they saw the land. Uh-huh. They saw the, they were, the, give me the verse, the last verse. He said, and there we saw the giant, the sons of Anak. So when they saw them, they saw that they were giant. When you see a dwarf, when you see a dwarf. When you see and an, an, an you see that. You when they, they saw giant there. And when they came, that was the report. They, in actual fact, they were right. They were factually right. But in truth, they were not right. And when they saw the sons of Anna, they saw them as giants. And when they looked at themselves, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. In natural sense, they are right. Please tell me. Just just tell me. Just imagine you are in the midst of the UN Secretary General. You are in the midst of the President of America. You are in the midst of the German Chancellor. You are in the midst... Now, again? World Trade Center see you. You two are sitting there. How will you see yourself? If they ask for opinion, may they have done presentation and they say comment, will you talk? Yes. So when they went, they saw the people. They saw them giants. And sometimes what you see can make you forget the promise of God. Be careful what you see be careful what you hear and be careful how you react to what you see because sometimes you cannot stop what you see and you cannot stop what you hear but your response to what you see and what you hear can determine what will come out of your life. They all saw it. They all heard it. But Caleb's report was different. See problems as challenges and not a problem. I see you becoming a great achiever in the name of Jesus. You know, Caleb and Co. I end with this scripture. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. Caleb was operating in Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I want you to operate in that scripture. He said, I am crucified. Nevertheless, I live. Look at the scripture very well. I am crucified. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And now the life, and now the life, and now the life I live in the flesh. I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, the life you are living now, you are not living it by your bloodline, you are not living by the traditions of your uncles, you are not living by the tradition of your mothers, you are living by the faith. You are living by the faith of the son. Of God who loved you and gave himself for you. So you do as he says. You act as he says. You go where he says go. You believe what he said he has done for you. You believe what he has made you, not what others said you are. I pray for you this morning that you will live here with another spirit. You will live here with another mindset. You will live here. I'm seeing you on the top. I'm seeing you on your throne of glory. I am seeing you in the glory of the Lord. I am seeing you in the strength of the Lord. You will achieve many things. You will do many things to the glory of. God. Give the Lord a clap of faith and give God praise in the house. I want you to pray in one minute that Lord any way of life I have become addicted to. That has hindered your grace from working in me and through me. Lord take me out of it. I'm coming out of it. Lift your voice and pray in one minute. Malaka talama hadose, ileka Lord, change my mind. bosha tabas, semana nama ya kutabas. Yende raketeas. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. Give the Lord a clap, offering.